Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. If you want to become financially independent, come to my seminar. Let me show you how to make the fortune you have always dreamed about. Ready? Go! What happens if you are named in Nelson Rockefeller's will? You get rich quick. Stand on the line, play the game again. Everybody's gonna lose, and I'm gonna win. Gonna get rich quick. This is my lucky day. This is your lucky day because you're listening to Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel, right here on Radio Free Brooklyn, home for all the stuff we do on Radio Free Brooklyn. Uh, you are listening to Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel, where I, Josh Rubin, and I, Noel Deneen, <laughs> take a moment to think about our names. And uh, we sit down in a basement in New York City. Yep. Smashing our big brains together. Yep. Our gigantic coconuts together. Yeah. Uh, over a topic that we choose. And then we come up with incredible, delicious, nutritious financially viable ideas to get rich on that topic. For you. For you, the listener, to get rich. That's right. And uh, we give them to you. For Just free. give them to you. Yeah. Uh, we don't ask anything up front. No, we do not. But we do want a little on the back end. That's right. You know what I'm talking about, Noel. That's right. After you go out there, you change the world, you change your life. You become a player. P-p-players. Remember who taught you the game to begin with. That's right. And you give us 10% of everything you make, tithe us. That's it. That's the deal. And just so you know, guys, we keep our pimp hands strong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because we don't hate the player. Uh-huh. Hate the game. Did you just watch the deuce or something? Not yet. Okay. I'm gonna, though. Yeah. I don't know. Weirdly, I was originally really, I got to say, I was really looking forward to the deuce. Uh huh. And then for some reason, now that I can actually watch it, yeah. I'm not that interested right now. Uh, you know what? It's pretty good. I don't know why James Franco's playing his own brother, though. Like, that's just. Because they're twins. Is it based on a real story, though? I don't think so. But... That's a good point. <laughs> so why? Why, have, why put that in there? Well, so the question is why are they playing? Why are the characters? Why do they have twin characters, yeah. is what you're saying? Yeah. Well, that you'd have to talk to the writers. Okay. I think James Franco's like, I'll do it on one condition. Yeah, you think that's what it is? Yeah. You think James, Franco's ha- James Franco has that much juice Yeah. that he would dictate, I will do your silly little TV show. So long as I get to be my own so twin. So long as I get to play twin. Yeah. And they had to change everything yeah. to accommodate that. Yeah. Okay. I'll go with that. Yeah. I'll let you have that one. They were Noah. probably just brothers to begin with. And James Franco's like, no. This is how it's going down. I was thinking you were thinking it was just one character. And James Franco was like, no, I don't want to play one character. I want to play twins. And they had to rewrite the whole script to accommodate that. Okay. Uh, maybe it's going to play into things later on. You maybe. Know, whenever there's twins in a movie or a television show, mm-hmm. at some point they yep. swap. The good one gets beaten up for the sins of the brother. I don't know. What did I just watch? I just watched The Prestige. Okay. Not No spoiler alerts. Yeah, twins. Twins. Um, and there was no really good one or bad one. No. They were just twins. Yeah. But everyone thought it was one person. The deuce is going to be different, though. Yeah, very much so. It's going to be a good one and a bad one. Oh, is that how it's working <laughs> out? Don't tell me. No spoilers. I haven't watched yet. I may not watch it for like a year or two. <laughs> no one's allowed to talk then, about it. And then binge watch it. Yeah, but otherwise I don't want to hear about it. All right. Um, How you been, Noel? Been pretty good. Yeah? What's yeah. new and different? Well... Nothing, so I thought of something from a bunch of years back. Oh. <laughs> my uh, my cousin, I was watching them when when they were youngins. Uh-huh. Uh, they're no longer youngins. How many years back are we talking? About? Uh, we're talking 20 years ago. Wow. So you were like uh, 29, 30? I, I, no. <laughs> <laughs> You're like 50? I would have been like, if, if it was 20 years ago, I would have been 27. Okay. Um, sure. I'll buy that. Whatever it was ago. Uh-huh. Uh so my <clears throat> one cousin got bit or stung, I should say, in the head by a bee. In the head. Yeah, in the head. While I was watching him. Oh no. Uh and <laughs> and all the kids are like, Oh no, Marty's 
allergic to bees. And I'm like, okay. And I look at him and he's got like a bump. And like three minutes later, his head was the size of his torso. It was so huge. It got so big. And then his mom luckily came home and uh-huh. she's a nurse. And uh, she was like, yeah, he'll, he'll be okay. If it happens again, we'll probably have to go to the doctor. <laughs> and did they not trust you with their kids any ever again after that? Oh, no, no, they did. I yeah. wouldn't know. There's only ever a couple things ever happened when I watched them. My, uh, my. So one almost died from a bee sting. Yeah, and the oldest one one time. Oh no no no! That wasn't even him. It was his neighbor was over and got bitten by their grandma's dog in the head. Uh-huh. Had to get a couple stitches. <laughs> a lot of biting in the head going on. In yeah that yeah it is. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Go and then right. There was the youngest one got his hand stuck in the uh, in the uh, 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 lion garbage thing no what are those things called we garbage don't have disposal. them in new york yeah garbage disposal. Or garburator garburator yeah you never heard that no yeah garburator i you know i've never ever had one mm-hmm. because they're illegal in new york city um and uh you know i've spent a good chunk of my life in new york city yeah so we didn't have them okay so you just don't uh see them i've been in a couple homes that have had them illegally yeah uh but yeah okay okay good stories yeah Good stories. Yeah. Full of stories. Yeah. I thought you were going to tell me okay. the story about how you got swarmed by bees, <laughs> went into anaphylactic shock, this and never happened. shit your pants. This never happened, though. You were just telling me upstairs about that story. I've, you know what? I've never been stung bad by a bee. Ever? I've been stung more than once by bees while I've had like thick sweatshirts or sweaters on, so it barely got me. Mm-hmm. So it never really... I never got the full effect. I've been stung by bees and it hurt and it got welty, but never like I, I never had like a, such a terrible reaction to it. And only uh-huh. a couple times. What what I did get swarmed on once by was flying termites. Okay. So in St. Thomas, the termites would make these huge hives. I guess they would be called that were made out of out of like pulp. Yeah. Right. And they and you would see them on these trees and they would just be massive and they look like these massive dirt balls. And we used to love to huck rocks at them and bust them open. Well, termites would get fucking furious. Uh-huh. Uh, and if you were close enough and they caught wind of you, they would swarm you. And that happened to me once. It was just gross. Because uh-huh. they're termites. I mean, they're not really doing any damage. They weren't stinging or anything. But suddenly a swarm of insects just descends upon you and it's kind of terrifying. Yeah. It's like a horror show. Yeah. Horror show. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. uh, termites have nothing to do with the topic on hand, and neither no. do swarms, really. No. Well, they have something to do with it, but it's not or, the topic. Yep. Not dog bites, either? No, no. Uh, heads, no. not heads, and not uh, Noel's poor babysitting skills. No. Uh, not 20 years ago today. No, I was just going to say, not 20 <laughs> years ago today, and not not family or no. cousins. So we're, we're ruling out a lot of stuff here. Um what would it be, Noel? It what would it be? Is bees. That's how to right. Get rich with them. How to sting yourself right in the wallet. <laughs> That's a negative connotation, stinging. No, not if it swells up like my cousin's oh, head. Oh, look at you go. Get that wallet big. Yeah. Elephant foreskin yeah. wallet. Yeah. You know that old joke, right? Everyone knows that okay. old joke. <laughs> so much that we don't have to say it. <laughs> Uh, Noel, bees, bees, getting rich off them. Yeah. How are they going to do it? I'm going to tell you how right now. Tell me how. Okay, so, you guys, bees, did you know this? The U.S. consumes 1.61 pounds of honey per person per year. Doesn't seem like a lot to me, to be honest 1. with you. 1.6 pounds? Yeah. yeah. All right. Seems like a lot to me. What's the weight in fluid ounces? Like, uh, 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 that's like a, I a, don't know. a pint jar. Uh, I think it more than that. Uh, U.S. honey market alone, <laughs> uh huh, over three hundred million dollars a year. Big business in the U.K. Uh, the Duchess of Cornwall has limited edition line of honey that sells for over twenty pounds a jar. Mm-hmm. Uh, Manuka honey mm. from New Zealand, most yeah. expensive honey I'm, in the world. I'm aware of that. I have a whole piece on it. Okay, I don't. Okay, good. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sells for over 30 pounds a jar. Fantastic, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know what, though? What? There's a problem. What's that? There's a real problem in the honey world. What's that? Uh, well, there's a huge amount of honey out there that's fake. What? Yes. Fake honey. How? Uh, by some estimates, most of the honey out there is fake. I don't believe that. Uh, part of the problem is that there's a very loose definition of what honey actually is. The American Beekeeping Association petitioned the FDA to create a standard of identity for honey, like they did for, you know, Bordeaux, Champagne, mm-hmm. yeah, all this stuff. They asked for that, and uh, the FDA refused and said the Webster's definition is good enough. Webster's definition is a thick, sweet, syrupy substance that bees make as food from nectar of flowers and store in honeycombs. That seems a pretty straightforward description of honey. How does one make fake honey still within the uh, within the constructs of that? Okay, well, I'll tell you. Uh, a lot of the honey we use is ultra-filtered or ultra-purified, right? Uh, which <clears throat> removes all traces of pollen out of it. Okay. And uh, pollen <clears throat> is basically the fingerprint of the honey. Okay. Right? So that is, you can test the honey and... and uh, See where it came from in the world, whether mm-hmm. it, it's from Manuka, uh-huh. whether it is from New York City, mm-hmm. or whatever, right? Uh, so, apparently, China is a really big offender in the fake honey biz. They're a big offender in all the fake food biz, yep. except like olive oil and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They, uh, they take ultra-purified honey, cut it with things like corn syrup... And then add in pollen. Oh. Uh, so, so there's, there's actually, there's several different ways that there's fake honey out there. So they'll do exactly what I just said, mm-hmm. or uh, they'll take real honey and they'll cut it with uh, just like corn syrup, right? Or they'll take. Uh, Fake honey, like corn syrup, watered down, ultra purified honey, uh-huh. and sell it as ultra purified honey because there okay. is a use for that, right? right. If you go to like uh, a fast food place and they but give you a packet of honey, it's still ultra purified honey. It's still not. It's still ultra purified honey that's been cut. Yes. Right. It's still so. It still isn't really honey anymore. It's still fake honey. Well, and yeah, exactly. Not all ultra purified. Like ultra purified honey sounds like it's just so purified. Anything that makes it like any of the positive qualities of honeys are no longer in there. Yeah. But it's still it's still honey. It just 100% has no percent honey. Pollen right. It's it. got no pollen and it's got no any of the good stuff yeah. that makes honey, you know, good for you. Yeah. As well. Yeah, exactly. It's just boiled down to a sugar almost, right? right? Um and uh and and actually, so that's why there's a big discrepancy too as to how much fake honey there is. Uh-huh. Is a lot of people consider anything that they can't trace back to be fake honey, even though it may not be. It might be real, uh-huh. pure honey that's been ultra purified. But if they can't trace it, they consider it fake. So you should get raw honey, is what you're saying? Yeah, sure. Yeah, get raw honey. Okay. Uh, so, um. To make it worse, the USDA ag- agreed upon a grading system for uh, honey producers, mm-hmm. but they left it to be self-administered by the producers themselves. Of course they did. So you can basically call anything grade A, grade B, whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, a 2014 UK study of Manuka honey showed only one in seven brands tested was actually the real thing. Right? The only food more faked than honey is, do you know? Olive oil. Yeah, you're right. It's exactly what it is. So when I thought of that, all I thought of was the mob, you know? The mob, I'm going to make some fake olive oil, and you're going to sell it, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, you're going to carry my uh, olive oil in your store. 
You think that's how it goes? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You don't think so? No. Hey, you, your restaurant, you're going to use my olive oil. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it doesn't go that way, but that's okay. I like your, I, I'm not, I don't want to break up your story. Okay. Well, that's how I was imagining. Okay. Good. So that's how they do it. How, how do they do it? You tell me. They do it by, but it's, it all goes back to the source. They just bottle it and label it incorrectly and yeah. it doesn't get tested and then they just send it out. Yeah. But they're not strong arming restaurants. They're also to, like, to use, you're gonna, I got some olive oil. You can't they're, refuse. They're not actually doing that. <laughs> I got an olive oil. You cannot refuse. Yeah. Tasis is delicious, yeah. right? It's delicious. Yeah, from now on, you fry your French fries in olive That's oil. That's right. It's made from special olive oils. Yes. Yeah. It's made from special olive oils. Olives, they look just like soybeans. Yeah. It's delicious. But anyway. Anyway. Uh, so it makes me think of the mob. Uh-huh. And when I think of the mob, I think of money laundering. Yeah. Right? So uh, this is what you're going to do out there, guys, uh-huh. is you are going to do fake honey money laundering uh you're gonna make fake honey the worst possible the cheapest possible you don't even have to make it all the time uh and you are going to sell it at manuka prices (laughs) to mobsters Uh uh-huh drug dealers ponzi schemers uh all sorts of of you know unsavories out there so you're selling it at the highest possible price yes. to the unsavory element, the yes. criminal element. And then uh-huh. you're keeping 15, 20% uh-huh. and giving them the rest of their money back. So on paper, they've bought all this honey, but in reality, they're actually just laundering their money, getting it back. Oh, I see. So it's all just a front. It's a front. Okay. Yeah. It's a honey front. It's a honey front. You're the sweetest sweet- of all fronts. <laughs> You're sweetening the pot. I am. By putting up a honey front. Yeah, you catch more flies with honey. Uh-huh. So whatever, they can do whatever they want with the honey. It's not about distribution of your fake honey. No. It's just about giving them something to dump their money into. Yeah, they could make their money back, too. They could go to a store and say, listen, I got some honey you're going to carry from now on. That's true. Look at this fucking delicious manuka. <laughs> yeah. You ever seen manuka like that? You ever seen a manuka honey so viscous? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, you're going to make crazy money laundering cash. The only thing you're going to have to do with that cash is give us 10%. That's right. Uh, keep the rest for yourself. That's right. You're going to end up, my guess is, so honey is a $300 million industry in this country. $300 million. We're going to bump that to $400 million. I think you're going to bump it to $600 million. We might. Because that's a lot of money that needs to get laundered. Do yeah. you, you ever see Scarface and remember how much they were charging him to launder his money, that bank? That's right. It was high. It was a lot. It was like 40% or something like that. So before you do it, this is your prep. Mm-hmm. Watch Scarface. Write down that number. Yep. Add 2%. Oh. That's right. Oh. Yeah. Add 2%. Yeah. Write down that number because, hey, inflation. Scarface was made, what, 40 years ago now? That's right. 30, 30. Yeah, close to 40 years ago. Yeah. No, 30 years ago. 80-something. Madoff, you'll be getting all that billion dollars bought in honey? Madoff, buddy. Yeah. Think of what you can do now. Yeah. Unbelievable. No, no one would have thought about cleaning stuff with honey. No. No, Usually it's too got, sticky to clean exactly, stuff with Exactly, but in this way, you're cleaning off a lot. You're cleaning up. You're cleaning up. Yeah. Yeah, no, I like it. Honey laundering. <laughs> honey laundering, <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, that's a great idea, Noel. Yeah. I got to give it up to you. Fake honey, fake money. Fake honey, make money. Fake honey, make money. Yeah. Stay sunny. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> All right. Moving on. All right. Moving nice on job, up. my friend. Nice job. I'll give you a little check for that okay. one. Okay. Um, you brought up Manuka honey. Yes, I did. And I want to talk about Manuka honey. Okay. I'm kind of doing the opposite. I'm not talking about fake honey. I'm talking about real honey. All right. I'm talking about making it in the real honey business. Okay. I'm talking about play the game. And win. Okay. With honey. So Manuka honey comes from one place and one place only. You know where that is, Noel? New Zealand. That's right. The bees in New Zealand mm-hmm. 
get all the pollen from the manuka bush, yep. which is only in New Zealand, yep. and create this honey. And the reason the honey is so expensive is because it has the highest antibiotic quality of any honey in the world. Now, mm-hmm. apparently all honeys, I did not know this, all honeys, and we're talking about raw, unfiltered honeys, yep. have uh, high antibiotic qualities. One of the things that is produced by honey is hydrogen peroxide. Okay. But the Manuka honey um, has another antibacterial component called methylglyoxal, okay. or MG. All right. It is found in most types of honey, but is usually only in small quantities. In the Manuka honey, it's in extremely high quantities, to the point that they've honey they've had to develop a scale for rating the potency of Manuka honey, called the UMF, which stands for the Unique Manuka Factor. Yep, and to be considered a true, uh, healthy like you know that it has all the properties. Of uh of of the health properties that are that are suggested with manuka honey, it has to have a minimum rating of ten UMF. Now the ten plus UMF honey, manuka honey, for a sixteen ounce bottle, mm-hmm. a one pint bottle, runs about fifty five dollars. All right. Okay. The average, well, the top end, a top end honey. In the United States, made in the United States from like bees that are getting it all from fabulous lavender bushes and blah 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 blah. Uh-huh. You're looking about twenty two dollars for a sixteen ounce jar. Right. So you're more than doubling that amount. Now I don't know if you've heard about Japanese Kobe beef. Yes. Have you? So Japanese Kobe beef is a particular strain of cattle in Japan uh, that has such a high fat content Mm -hmm. uh, to their musculature that it literally, if you ate it raw and slice it thin enough, it literally melts once it touches your tongue. Okay, you know, by the way, Kobe beef, also apparently a very faked food. Uh, Yes, well, yeah, it is a very faked food because it is... See, Kobe, there's... You know, people think Wagyu and Kobe are the same thing, Uh but they're not. Yeah. Kobe is a and is Wagyu just means cattle in Japan, uh-huh. and Kobe is a particular yeah. uh, genetic branch off of Wagyu beef. It's a very specific branch, but Kobe has been illegal in the states. Japanese Kobe has been illegal in the states up until about two years ago. Uh-huh. Couldn't have it shipped over here. Um, cattle ranchers did that because they bought Kobe beef the actual cows, yeah. brought them over to the United States on airplanes and started breeding their own cattle. And they didn't want the Japanese mar- cornering the market, so they worked their lobbying ways, did not allow Japanese Kobe into this country for uh-huh. years and years and years. Right now, <clears throat> Japanese Kobe, which is back on the market in the U.S., mm-hmm. goes for $300 a pound. Whoa. U.S.-grown Kobe... Going for a hundred dollars a pound. That's still more. That's still easily a hundred plus percent markup on the most top end grass fed. You named the cow uh-huh. and watched it grow up at the most artisanal butcher shop in the most expensive neighborhood in the United States would charge for a pound of beef. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> and the American Kobe manufacturers can't raise their cows fast enough. Okay. It is becoming, it is probably the hottest beef market going right now. Okay. And I thought to myself, yep. how do we do this with Manuka honey? Yeah. Well, so I did a little research. Western Canada is kind of the perfect climate for growing your own manuka bushes. Okay. And it's fitting, right? When you get out to Vancouver, you have big, wide-open plains. You can just buy for no money. All this property up there in western... In What are you shaking your head? No. When you go up sort of northwest, uh-huh. 
in Canada. It's empty town. Okay. There's no one living there. All right. And you know that to be true. Okay. You buy up a bunch of property there, you plant your manuka bushes, and you let your honeys go to town. Yeah. Your honeys, your bees go to town. And you start bottling manuka honey. Yeah. Like canola oil, which is a Canadian invention, you can call this canuka honey. Yeah. Okay? Canadian manuka honey. You can sell it over here for $30 a pint and make a fortune. Yeah. Cut out all that New Zealand manuka. Yeah. Right? People will be like, dude, it's a $20 saving. Manuka honey will be on every menu in the United States and Canada, right? You can then branch out, Mm -hmm. just grow manuka around the world, and then just charge local manuka honey prices, as opposed to those goddamn New Zealanders thinking that they have the the corner on the market. Yeah. So there you go, Kanuka honey, Canadian manuka. Yeah, I like it, it's a Canadian, I think that is fantastic. Yeah, I did that one for you. I know some people over in that region of the world. I'm hoping maybe you'll move back to Canada. Wow. And take this idea. Okay. I, I'm I'm tempted to. Yeah, you should. Because I like honey. Uh-huh. And I like money. <laughs> and you love Canada. Yeah. I love Canada. Uh-huh. There you go. Yeah, it's good. Good. Uh, you know what else is good? And what else? what else I love? What? I love selling out to corporate America. Well, that's, that's not going to happen Every today. week, Josh and I explore <laughs> our newest topic, Josh and I'll sell out, where every week we explore ways that we are actually pursuing selling our souls to corporate America. Mm-hmm. You know the traditional ways you can do it. Do we ever actually explore these? Maybe we should actually start exploring them. What? Maybe we should brainstorm from now. Maybe we should add this to this bit. Okay. Where we brainstorm ways to sell out to corporate America. Okay. Well, we can do that a little today. We might have a couple minutes in there. I don't I got no brain to do it. I have to actually write something oh, down. Oh, okay. All I right. mean, we can try. All right. Well, but I got no. nothing. No, no. We'll, we'll we'll prep one up. Okay. Uh so the traditional ways, you can go to the radiofreebrooklyn.org webpage, go to the Get Rich Quick with Josh Noel show page, hit uh-huh. the sponsor button. Yep. And pledge an amount that will come out Every month for the rest of the season. At this point, it's one month. Bargoon. Bargoon. Yeah. Uh, and half can, the money goes to... You should open up a Canadian hockey bar called Bargoon. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Okay, uh, half that money go to Josh and I. Half that money will go to Radio Free Brooklyn. If you hate us, you can go to the RadioFreeBrooklyn.org webpage. Hit the pledge button and pledge an amount, a one-time or reoccurring amount, Uh to go to Radio Free Brooklyn. None of that money will come to Josh and I. You'll get a tax break. You can leave a note saying, cancel these guys. They're promoting illegal fake honeys. (laughs) (laughs) Well, say Noel is promoting illegal fake honeys. You're kind of too. You're kind of saying, you're uh, you're, you're promoting Fonuka honey. I'm not promoting Fonuka. I'm calling it Kanuka honey made with 100% Manuka honey. Okay. Uh, I'm not promoting New Zealand honey. No. No. I'm promoting Manuka okay. honey. Uh, but we all know the real money, the big money, the life-changing money, the money that we're after, the money that I'll, I'll clutch in my hands and laugh as I die. <laughs> that comes from corporate sponsorship. Yeah. And you're out there. What are what are big honey companies? Uh, Clover, Clover, yes, is a huge one. Yeah, Bumblebee. Is Bumblebee? No, Bumblebee is a tuna company. They're branching out, maybe. Do they? What's the bear one? I mean, I guess the honey bear is a classic yeah. shape, but there was one in particular that I yeah. remember when I was a kid that was the one brand. But they're they're all over the yeah. place. Yeah. What's the 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 Pens that people get stabbed with. EpiPen. EpiPen. Yeah. EpiPen. Sponsor us. That's right. Come on. Good call. Yeah. That's big money. Honey bunches of oats. Honey bunch of oats. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, honey is fake. Honey, I imagine, is used in all those cereals. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I I think the the more of that ultra uh, pasteurized or purified whatever it right. is, 
I, I feel like that's yeah more for industrial purposes. Honey bunches. Uh, it did honey bunches. Yeah. Though. Honey, honey, honey nut Cheerios. Honey nut Cheerios. Come on. Golden grams with a touch of honey. Yeah. So much honey in cereal. There's so much honey in cereal. I love honey. Do you really? I really do. I like honey. I'm not the biggest on sweet things, but I uh-huh. love maple syrup and I love honey. I love maple syrup. I've never been a huge fan of honey. Oh, you know what's great is toast with a lot of butter and honey, and you mix it up so the butter and honey are totally mixed in together. Mm-hmm. It's good. I like doing uh, honey butter on like a nice hot biscuit. Yeah. But uh, I actually love honey. I think the best use for honey uh-huh. is on nut butter. Like if you're making not peanut butter and jelly or, uh-huh. or whatever your nut butter of choice is. Pe- peanut butter and honey. Peanut butter and honey. Yeah. With some sliced banana on it. It's great. Fucking forget about it. Yeah. The forget about it, huh? I got some honey it. you can't. Hey, hey. I can't say no to. I got some ultra pasteurized honey yeah. that you're going to love. You're going to fucking love this honey. Yeah. One day I'm going to come up and I'm going to ask you for a honey sandwich. That's right. And you will say yes. I'm going to give you a two-for-one deal. I'm gonna, you buy two of my olive oils. Yeah. And I'll give you a honey. I'll give you a honey. Yeah. That's how much I believe in this honey. That's right. Two-for-one. Yeah. And you may be wondering, hey, these guys are really wasting a lot of time here. <laughs> Clearly, they must be getting to their Monty segment uh, any second. No, we're not. We don't have a money segment this week. Nope. Uh, so you just got to listen to us. That's right. You know, you had uh, uh, forwarded me something uh, saying that someone else owes us money. Yeah. Uh, but I couldn't remember what episode that was from and what the idea was. Uh, what was it I forwarded you? You remember? You remember you, you sent me something. You texted me something. And you said, someone else owes us money. Yeah. Don't make me go through my yeah, text messages Don't worry right about now. it. I thought you'd have it off the top of your head. Don't sweat the small stuff. Anyway. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was the uh, the uh, Prisoner Radio. What was that from? From our prison episode. Oh, right. I don't even remember the idea. Oh, Josh. Well, it was your idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so come on, corporations out there. Pull your money if you want. Sponsor us. Yeah. That would be a great idea. Maybe we should offer that. Yeah. That's something we can brainstorm, how to sort of... Uh, Different companies will get like each one. They won't have to. We won't charge them as much. They'll come in together. Yeah, and they'll each get a little snippet. Give you a group rate. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. A group rate. Yeah, that's a deal. Big corporations like we could do Apple, uh, Microsoft, Dell. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. And it'll just be like, hey, computers, <laughs> we <Yeah>. love them. <laughs> exactly. Here's a few of our favorite that's computers: right. Microsoft, Apple, Dell. And Cisco. Yeah. There you go. They're the, they're the top <laughs> ones. Mm-hmm. That's what we'll say. <laughs> uh, if you want computers, get uh-huh. one of those. Yeah. Sodas. I love drinking sodas. Yeah. Coca-Cola, Pepsi, yeah. Some Dr. Some people say co- Coke or Pepsi. Yeah. I say Coke and Pepsi. Mix them. <laughs> Mix them. <laughs> poke. Yeah, poke. 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 Uh, it's all the rage. It is. You don't know it's all the rage. What? bees yeah but before we get back to them those <laughs> tiny little guys uh-huh i'm gonna have to say yeah you know for for, for such tiny things bees are such a big money-making idea which is ironic because we also hide another little idea somewhere in the show of maybe a way to make money more than often lately it seems to be a inspiration to get off the couch and go make your money. Yeah. So d- d- if you listen hard, at some point you'll hear it buzzing in. <laughs> so take it away, Mr. Josh. The Get Rich Quick Tip of the Week brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. The key is shower heads. Major key. <laughs> I promise you, not only do you have shower heads, you must have the fountain. The fountain of more success, more wins. See the keys? Each key leads to the next key. The keys never run out. Be bold. <laughs> Each key leads to the next key. The key is to respect the keys. And this is a key. This is called Mother Nature. Always respect your mother. There you go. The key is Mother Nature. 
Just one of the keys. Yeah. There's a lot of keys. What, what is he on like mushrooms or something like that? <laughs> no, it's not. I think that's kind of the beauty of DJ Khaled. Uh-huh. People actually love him, I think, more yeah. for his snippets of uh, motivational wisdom than for his music. Okay. To be uh, uh, honest with you, he has more Snapchat followers than I think maybe anyone except Kim, Kim Kardashian. Okay. He's got millions and millions of who, and all he does on his Snapchat is discuss the keys. But he doesn't really give any indication of what a key, you know, keys are more, follow the keys to more keys to your success. And then, like, the keys are usually something that you buy at a Rite Aid. Yeah. The key is fresh breath. The key is Listerine mouthwash. Yeah. Like, he's got it down. Yeah. He's making bank. Yeah. Off of his keys. He's figuring out how to get successful off of shilling mouthwash as a key to success. Yeah. It's, it's you know, it's what happens. We need to do that. Yeah, we do. Anyway. Anyway, Noel. Anyway. Bees. Bees. How are you going to get rich off them? Well, I'm going to tell you. Tell me. Uh, so w- when you think of bees, there's a few things that you think of, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they make honey, as we already yeah we got discussed. That. Honey bees make honey. Yeah, not all bees make honey. Well, exactly, they pollinate flowers. All bees do that. Yeah. You know what I think of when I think of bees is they sting you. Guess what? <clears throat> not all bees sting. That's true. Uh, for one thing, male bees of any species of bees can't sting. Because they never leave the hive. Don't they? No. I'll get into that in mind. Okay. All right. Uh, But there's lots of species of bees that can't sting at all. Anyone. Males, the females, the anyones. Mm -hmm. The trans bees. What? The non-binary cis bees. There are non... non I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I just thought I'd be inclusive. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, so uh intergender I think those would intergender? be known as. Okay. Yeah. They don't have they don't have stingers or the other thing. Okay. Uh so there's three yeah, you're gonna love this one. Okay. Because I got some words coming up in this. <laughs> <laughs> there are three particular species of stingless bees uh-huh. uh that live in Thailand. As oh a, interesting. as a matter of fact. Yeah. Okay. Uh their names mm-hmm. are there is the Lysotrijona kachie. Okay, I don't know these words, so I All can't right. correct you on them. I'm the just going with it. Can e- you try fr- it a little faster so it flows, though? Yeah. Lystro- li- no, I don't bother. Okay. Uh, the <laughs> Eferva. Uh-huh. And the Periat Rigona Closi. I, I'm sure you mispronounced that one. I don't think so. Okay. Um, And uh, so they have more in common other than the fact that they... Don't sting. More in common with each other. And they live in th- in Thailand. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that other thing they have is latrophagy. <laughs> is that a Swedish word? <laughs> no. <laughs> latrophagy. It is L-A-C-H-R-Y-P-H-A-G-Y. L-A-C-H-R-Y lacrophagia. Not not an uh at the end. No, lacrophagy. Lacrophagy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh and and do you know what that is? Uh no. So all three of these species mm-hmm. drink human tears. Really? Yes. Uh you know, some bees of many different that sounds flavors. Like a, that sounds like a very specific type of porn. Yeah. Uh have been known to drink human sweat if it's dry. But these three species of bees actually feed on tears as if it is a nutritious broth. Hmm. Uh, so I thought, how can I make money off of that? Because yeah. I love it. Yeah. How can you make money off that? Who I wants that? Yeah. I know who wants that. Who? Emo kids. Yes. We breed these Lystrogena Cache, Eferva, and Petragona Classes, uh, especially known for the Lactrophagy. Uh, <laughs> and we sell them to emo kids uh-huh. who have them like little Tagamachi pets, basically. Uh, and they will 
listen to their emo music with their little pet bee drinking their tears. The more they cry, the healthier their little bee buddy gets. Can I tell you uh-huh. what a great idea this is? I know. And not only is it a great but like I I picture uh-huh. the rash, like it will be an overwhelming amount of Instagrams. Oh, yeah. Where the photo is just some heavily made up eye yeah. with a big tear coming down it and just a beautiful little bee. Yeah drinking that yep. tear. I mean that alone. Yeah. Those photos alone will make everyone want these fucking bees. Yep. Bees have a fairly short lifespan so they'll be continuously yep. buying your bees. Oh god. I I feel like this would go big first in Japan. No, I think I I'm telling you man, I think you're on the money emos in 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 America. Yeah. Well, it would I'm, eventually, but I, I no, feel like No, I think it's going to start with there and okay. just the viral nature of Instagram, yeah. Facebook, yeah. Snapchat, yeah. it's going to go worldwide instantaneously. Yeah. And we, yeah, we we can breed these guys no problem. Mm-hmm. Sell them. Oh, the, they'll be the new spinner. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. No, I. I, I People could. be going emo just to get in on the bee action. Well, what'll happen is with anything is eventually people will just have these bees because they think it's cool. Yeah. Not even because it, you know, not even for the cool pics, right? Yeah. You know, imagine that you are, you know, your girlfriend or boyfriend just spoke or broke up with you. Uh-huh. You're in hysterics crying. Yeah. Or someone that you love just died. Okay. And then suddenly your face is swarmed with bees. Yeah. Tickling your face while they drink your salty tears. And you can't help but laugh a little bit. Yeah. And sob and laugh and sob. Okay. So, so phase one of this business proposition is sell them to emo kids. Yeah. Phase two? They're uh, therapy be- bees. Oh, sure. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. You can, you can bring this on a plane. So, yep. Sir, sorry, you can't bring this bee on a plane. <laughs> yes, I can. They don't sting, it's and they're my therapy bee. Therapy bee. bee. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It'll drink my tears away. Uh-huh. So I don't have That's to. That's right. So I don't have to drink my tears away. I'm going to my uncle's funeral. Yeah. I loved my uncle. He helped raise me. Yeah. I need this bee to drink my tears away as I sob uncontrollably in my seat. Yeah. I need this hive of bees these 200 bees to swarm my face yeah. and drink my tears. Oh, God. Grown men who who have a tendency to cry, <laughs> they can go around and look macho still. Yeah, they've got a face full of beards. It'll look like a beard. Yeah. Oh, a moving beard yeah. on their face. Yeah. Come on. How butch is that? That's dude? super butch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. Yeah. Come on. Oh, this is a great idea. I know. Great idea. I rarely think that about your ideas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love zinging you, Noel Denise. Yes, you I do. always think your ideas are fine. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, no, that's solid, dude. Yeah. I like that a lot. It blows my last one out of the water. Uh, okay. Um, all right. So I was reading. So just a couple interesting B facts. Okay. Okay. Number one. Number one. Uh, with a billet. All worker bees yeah. are female. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. All worker bees are female. The bulk of the hive is female. Okay. They're in a large hive, in a full-size hive, there will be maybe, I don't know, something like uh, a couple hundred male drone bees mm-hmm. who are there entirely to service the queen, and then thousands of female worker bees and then the male drone bees will service the queen like give her the little thing fertilize Mm -hmm. her eggs yeah and then they will be often kicked out of the hive okay or if they make it to the winter time they'll be kicked out of the hive because they're useless and they will just suck out natural resources and then some new male bees will be born Mm -hmm. and uh they will handle the queen then Mm -hmm. um so I thought that was really interesting. I did not realize that, uh, I mean, I knew it was a queen-dominated society, yeah. but I did not realize that it was a completely female-dominated society. No, and Amazon. Men, yeah, and men were essentially slaves. Yeah. Okay? So I was thinking, wow, that's pretty cool. Uh-huh. And then I was thinking to myself, <clears throat> how 
does the queen bee control the hive, right? Because the queen bee controls the hive. So, like, I thought there were some really amazing facts about bees. Well, one thing that I, I was blown away, honeybees yeah. are not native to the Americas. Okay. They were brought <coughs> over by Europeans, and some Native Americans called honeybees white man's flies. Really? Yes. And I always wondered w- what pollinated everything uh-huh. because, you know, 80% of all crops in this country are pollinated by bees, uh-huh. right? And that's one of the big issues that people are having. There are guys who make a lot of money driving around the country with their beehives mm-hmm. and pollinating people's crops because, as we all know, thanks to, I think we're pretty sure at this point, thanks to Monsanto and all these brutal weed killers and genetically modified crops, or mostly genetically mod- uh, sorry these stronger weed killers that are being used and the genetically modified crops that are out there to resist these stronger weed killers, mm-hmm. uh, honeybees are dying off at an exorbitant uh, rate. Yeah, there's also a lot of theories that it's the all the cell phone signals everywhere. I've not heard that theory. Yeah. I don't buy it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I could see how that could fuck them up in terms of their patterns. Yeah. And their math, but they're very sort of like weirdly intelligent creatures. Yeah, yeah, they are. <clears throat> they can do really complex mathematical uh, uh, flight patterns uh, without having ever flown the pattern before. Like yeah. they figure things out. They did a test where <clears throat> they had a hive that knew a food source. Then they moved that hive to the other side of a mountain. The mountain was too high for the bees to fly over, and they figured out another pattern Mm -hmm. to get around the mountain to their food source without ever ever having done it before, which is pretty impressive. Yeah. You know that uh, the honeycomb is considered the most efficient uh, (coughs) uh, architectural design. Oh, sure. Ever. Yeah. Right? And if you look at a honeycomb, they're perfect. When you look at a bee-made honeycomb, the angles are exact angles all the way around Mm -hmm. every single time. It's amazing. But anyway, so <clears throat> I was wondering how the, con- the the queen bee controls the hive, right? You know, everything you see where you see like hive control, like that's all mind stuff, right? Yeah. It's yeah. all psychic stuff. But I don't think that's what it is. And it's not. It's pheromones. Uh, the queen bee lays out a, a, a bunch of pheromones, and depending on what she needs the other bees to do she lays out different pheromones Mm -hmm. right so if it's honey collecting time she shoots out those if it's humping time she shoots out those and all of the bees react accordingly Mm -hmm. based on on this and the bees know if a queen has died because they don't smell her smell her pheromones any anymore and once they know that the worker bees will immediately start doing everything that's necessary to create a new queen bee. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so I was thinking, that's amazing. Yeah. Right? So you have a society that's completely controlled by women. Men are drones. Um, and it's all controlled by scent. Yeah. Then I started thinking about pheromones. And I don't know if you remember, we if we, we talked about pheromones on previous podcasts. We, we've mentioned them, yeah. Yeah. And... I was thinking to myself, wouldn't it be an amazing thing? So in this age of new feminism, right, where we're in a world where women not only demand that they be treated as equal, they believe that they are better than men, Mm -hmm. and probably rightfully so. Sure. And uh, the problem is men don't like that idea. They fight back against it. But what if you could control all the men? Okay. Right? You could just be like... You're going to follow me. You're just going to shut up. I'm going to be in charge. Everything's going to be fine. And then, no, no, no. We, we're not going to do that. We're guys. We're always in charge. How do you stop that from happening? How do you finally get the guys to shut up, stop mansplaining and manspreading mm-hmm. and uh, manhandling and whatever man things that are done? You get beef pheromone. You slather it all over your body. Okay. And those men catch a whiff of that. And they will stop in their tracks. From that point, you can control them. Okay. Right? You can have a harem of men. Yeah. You can get them to do your will. Uh, 
and it's perfect. And then when you're done with them, you can have them throw themselves in the river okay. and be done with themselves. I think women will buy this in droves. Okay. If you are marketing queen bee pheromone, mm-hmm. man control pheromone properties to women around the world, you will get so rich. It's not even going to be funny. Okay, I have one question. I have a million answers. <laughs> if okay, so in the beehive, uh-huh. if uh, only the drones are the men and the workers and everyone else are the women, mm-hmm. then aren't the pheromones really controlling the women? They're controlling everybody. Okay, the pheromones are controlling everybody. So you won't just be controlling men with your with your bee pheromone. You'll be controlling everyone. Well, in theory, I mean, my assumption is okay. The now world look, will be your puppet. The world, in theory, will be your puppet. But, you know, every hive is different, right? A a, a new queen, uh, there can't be two queens in one hive. Okay. Right? So you may be your own sort of colony off to one side. If there are more than one queen in a a hive, one has to leave. Yeah. Because it's too confusing, right? There's too many. uh, And it's funny because I was reading about how if you change a queen in a hive, the the hive will change, the colony will change, the personality and behavior will change in the colony. Right, based on the personality and behavior of the queen. Now, I don't know, you know, look, they're not just going to be controlled by your pheromones. Yeah. Right? They're going to be attracted, they're going to be malleable and yeah. controllable, Weakened. but you're going to have to communicate with them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you can tell women, like, go do your thing. Yeah. Get your own bee pheromone yeah. and get your dudes. Um, but the dude, you can be like, all right, follow me to my colony yeah, and, uh, you know, fix the sink and cook me dinner yeah, and go earn money. You yeah. four go earn money and then come back and pay for everything yeah, and, uh, vote me for president. Yeah. Vote me into president. Yeah. I think it's good. Yeah. Uh, if only we had that a few months ago, eh? That's word. <laughs> word. Uh, yeah. A lot of my, you know, I, uh, read a few great bee facts mm-hmm. so one is bee in a, in a bee's life it will do several different jobs yes and when it starts doing a new job its actual brain chemistry changes yeah to match that job mm-hmm. and if it starts doing the job that a younger bee does its brain stops aging yes if it, well what'll happen is is they will, if they are not enough of the bees of that certain age to do the job, uh-huh. they will move some of the older bees back to that level. Yeah. Right? And like you said, their brain stops aging. It's amazing. That I thought that was fantastic. And bees are incredible Yeah, they're creatures. pretty cool. It's unbelievable. Yeah. You know what else is unbelievable, Josh? What? No. It's the fact that People aren't just flocking to get in touch with us. It'd be so easy if they wanted to. All they'd have to do is go to Twitter at GRQ Josh Knoll. Or, or, okay. They could even email us at GRQ with Josh and Noel at gmail.com. Yeah. And if they don't like either of those things, why they could just Facebook us. That's true. At Facebook slash GRQ Josh Knoll. Yeah. You know what else? They could go on iTunes. Uh huh. They could subscribe. They that could would be great. Rate. They could review. If you wanted to sort of reach out to us without actually having us respond, yeah. But show us how much you love us. You would leave a five star review on iTunes. Yeah. And that would let other people, people, other podcast listeners, know that we're a good show. Yeah. We've been stuck at forty eight reviews for a long time. We have. It would be really nice if we got. One or two more reviews. Yeah, get us up for 50, guys. Yeah, solid 50. Yeah, and start leaving and anywhere where you can listen to podcasts. You can listen to Josh and I. Yep. And you know what else you can do? What? If you only listen to us in podcast form, tune in to Radio Free Brooklyn, Saturday nights, 8 o'clock. You know, before us, we got Art Star Scene. After us, we got Trip and Beats. Get the tips five days before anyone else you'll be rich before they even know it exists god god help you and you know what it's actually easier than ever yeah to listen to radio free brooklyn Why now because we have an itunes app that just came out you do not it is in its first iteration which all you can do right now is stream the station uh but there's gonna be a lot more features that come in the next few months games 
Uh, I don't know if there's going to be games. Porn. Uh, I don't. Well, we'll see what comes out. Streaming video. Get in. Get in early. Get in now. <laughs> Food delivery. Uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> about this time, guys. You've made so much money. Uh huh. You don't know what to do with no. it. No. You got to do something with it. What? Uh. Well, Josh's gonna tell you. Play. Take it away. We all love taking a day trip to our local. Oh, what happened there? Let's try that again. It moved. Send money! We all love taking a day trip to our local IKEA store. Fortunately, IKEA offers its large blue Fracta tote bag for a mere 99 cents. While these bags are practical and affordable, they're not particularly awe-inspiring, which made it so strange that luxury brand Balenciaga released its own high-end take on the IKEA bag. The bag is made of leather instead of plastic, and the price tag is slightly heftier at $2,145. Why spend big bucks on this purse when you can get an IKEA tote for a fracta of the price? A fracta yeah. of the price. Ahuga. Two thousand bucks. Could you imagine walking into IKEA with that bag and then just loading it up? Yeah. With your stuff, with your four dollar light bulbs and your like who the fuck buys that bag and then goes shopping at IKEA? Unless they want cinnamon buns and Swedish meatballs. Maybe they do. That's possible. Yeah. I'll give them that. But you're not buying for if you're spending twenty one hundred dollars on a leather IKEA bag, you're not buying furniture at IKEA. Well, you're not putting furniture in those bags anyway. You're not walking around with a couch in one of those bags no but you're buying pillows you're buying okay. whatever you know sundry items that are the cheapest shit that they have there yeah <clears throat> i was just at we were just at ikea a couple weeks ago okay it was an unpleasant experience yes it, it always that. is um so you guys josh and i have full faith in all of our ideas we we know that these are winners uh how do you know that they're worth quitting your job Taking out loans, alienating yourself from your friends and your family, spending your children's college tuition money. Well, it's because Josh scours the internet for rules of getting rich quick, to which we judge our schemes by Josh. Where do our rules come from this week? Uh, today's rules are Donald Trump's top 10 ways to think like a billionaire, excerpted on the website Bold and Determined Alpha Dogs. Oh, my God. Okay. So you're going to love number one. All right. Number one, don't take vacations. <laughs> That's number one. Uh, yeah, don't take vacations. Just uh, work like a bee. Busy like a bee. That's right. No vacations. Go and then die. Uh, number two, have a short attention span. Yeah. Like a bug. That's right. So far, we're two for two. Two for two. Number three, don't sleep any more than you have to. Uh, yeah. L once again, like a bee, hardworking bees. Everyone knows it. We got a little cushion here. We could do about 12 of these, I feel like. <laughs> we'll roll it. We'll roll it. Uh, number four, yeah. don't depend on technology. Can I just say, Yeah. so this was written... I mean, I don't know how many years ago from this Think Like a Billionaire book of his, which was, you know, at least 10 years ago. And I will say, other than the don't take vacations part, he pretty much, uh, this sums him up. Yeah. Short attention span. He only sleeps a few hours a night. He's tweeting at 3 o'clock in the morning, 4 o'clock in the morning. Um, what was the other one? Short attention span. Don't take vacations. Uh, Kiss Putin's ass? Don't sleep any more than you have to. Okay. Don't depend on technology. We're all aware how completely, yeah. absurdly insane he is with his inability to discuss anything to do with the most basic of computing or technology. Yeah. Um, and number five, think of yourself as a one-man army. Yeah. Uh, or a colony, you could say. There you go. So we're five for five, Noel. Yeah, something like that. Sounds we're a bunch for a bunch. Yeah, sounds to me like we're going to get rich. We sure are. Uh, so once again for Josh. And Noel, don't spend all that knowledge in one place. <laughs>
gonna get rich quick. This is my lucky day. So stick around, baby, and everything will be okay.